0: Section fifty three of Ulysses. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recorded by John Thomas Coos, John K. Thomas. Ulysses by James Joyce. Part three, The Nostos. Episode seventeen, Ithaca. Part two. What also stimulated him in his cogitations? The financial success achieved by Ephraim Marks and Charles A. James, the former by his one D Bazaar at Forty Two george Street, South, the latter at his six and a half D shop, and World's Fancy Fair and Wax Work Exhibition at thirty Henry Street, admission two D. Children, one D, and the infinite possibilities hitherto unexploited of the modern art of advertisement. If condensed in trilateral monoidal symbols, vertically of maximum visibility, divined, horizontally of maximum legibility, deciphered, and of magnetizing efficacy to arrest involuntary attention, to interest, to convince, to decide. Such as K two kinos eleven trousers, house of keys, Alexander J. Keys. Such as not. Look at this long candle. Calculate when it burns out, and you receive, gratis, one pair of our special non-compo boots. Guaranteed one candle power. Address, Barclay & Cook, 18 Talibut Street. Basilakil, insect powder. Veribest, boot blacking. Unwantit, combined pocket, two-blade, penknife with corkscrew, nail file, and pipe cleaner. Such as never? What is home without Plum trees? potted meat? Incomplete. With it an abode of bliss, manufactured by George Plumtree, 23 Merchants Quay, Dublin, put up in four-ounce pots and inserted by Consiller Joseph P. Nanetti, M. P. Rotunda Ward, 19 Hardwick Street, under the obituary notices and anniversaries of deceases. The name on the label is Plumtree. A plum-tree in a meat-pot, registered trademark. Beware of imitations. peat Trumpley. moot true Which example did he adduce to induce Stephen to deduce, that originality, though producing its own reward, does not invariably conduce to success, his own ideated and rejected project of an illuminated show-cart, drawn by a beast of burden, in which two smartly-dressed girls were to be seated, engaged in writing what suggested scene was then constructed by stephen solitary hotel in mountain pass autumn twilight firelit in dark corner young man seated young woman enters restless solitary she sits she goes to window she stands she sits twilight she thinks on solitary hotel paper she writes she thinks she writes she sighs wheels and hooves she hurries out he comes from his dark corner. He sees his solitary paper. He holds it toward fire. Twilight. He reads solitary. What? In sloping upright and back hands Queen's Hotel, Queen's Hotel, Queen's Hotel, Queen's Hotel. What suggested scene was then reconstructed by Bloom? The Queen's Hotel, Ennis, County Clare, where Rudolph Bloom rudolph virag died on the evening of the twenty seventh june eighteen eighty six at some hour unstated in consequence of an overdose of monkshood aconite self-administered in the form of a neuralgic liniment composed of two parts of aconite liniment two one of chloroform liniment purchased by him at ten twenty a m on the morning of twenty seven june eighteen eighty six at the medical hall of francis de Nehi, seventeen church street ennis after having though not in consequence of having purchased at three fifteen p m on the afternoon of twenty seven june eighteen eighty six a new boater straw hat extra smart after having though not in consequence of having purchased at the hour and in the place aforesaid, the toxin aforesaid, at the general drapery store of James Cullen for Main Street Ennis. Did he attribute this homonymity to information or coincidence or intuition? Coincidence. Did he depict the scene verbally for his guest to see? He referred himself to see another's face and listen to another's words, by which potential narration was realized and kinetic temperament relieved. Did he see only a small coincidence in the second scene narrated to him, described by the narrator as a Pisgah site of Palestine or the parable of the plums? It, with the preceding scene and with others unnarrated but existent by implication, to which add essays on various subjects or moral apothegms e g my favorite hero or procrastination is the thief of time composed during school years seem to him to contain in itself and in conjunction with the personal equation certain possibilities of financial social personal and sexual success whether specially collected and selected as model pedagogic themes of cent per cent merit for the use of preparatory and junior grade students, or contributed in printed form following the precedent of Philip Buffoy, or Dr. Dick or Heblin's studies in blue, to a publication of certified circulation and solvency, or employed verbally as intellectual stimulation for sympathetic auditors tacitly, appreciative of successful narrative and confidently augurative of successful achievement during the increasingly longer nights gradually following the summer solstice on the day but three following, Vitelect, Tuesday, 21 June, S. Aloysius Gonzaga, sunrise, 3.33 a.m., sunset, 8.29 p.m., which domestic problem, as much as, if not more than, any other frequently engaged his mind— to do with our wives. What had been his hypothetical singular solutions? Parlor games. Dominoes, Halma, Tiddlywinks, Spillikins, Cup and Ball, Nap, Spoil 5, bezique 25, Beggar My Neighbor, Draughts, Chess or Backgammon, embroidery, darning or knitting for the police-aided clothing society, musical duets: mandoline and guitar, piano and flute, guitar and piano, legal scrivenery or envelope addressing, bi-weekly visits to variety entertainments, commercial activity as pleasantly commanding and pleasing, obeyed mistress, proprietress in a cool dairy shop or warm cigar divan, the clandestine satisfaction of erotic irritation in masculine brothels, state inspected and medically controlled social visits at regular infrequent prevented intervals and with regular frequent preventive superintendence to and from female acquaintances of recognized respectability in the vicinity courses of evening instruction specially designed to render liberal instruction agreeable what instances of deficient mental development in his wife inclined him in favor of the last-mentioned ninth solution in disoccupied moments she had more than once covered a sheet of paper with signs and hieroglyphs which she stated were greek and irish and hebrew characters she had interrogated constantly at varying intervals as to the correct method of writing the capital initial of the name of a city in canada quebec she understood little of political complications internal or balance of power external. In calculating the addenda of bills, she frequently had recourse to digital aid. After completion of laconic epistolary compositions, she abandoned the implement of calligraphy in the encaustic pigment exposed to the corrosive action of copras, green vitriol, and nutgull unusual polysyllables of foreign origin she interpreted phonetically or by false analogy or by both metempsychosis metempycosis alias a mendacious person mentioned in sacred scripture what compensated in the false balance of her intelligence for these and such deficiencies of judgment regarding persons places and things the false apparent parallelism of all perpendicular arms of all balances, proved true by construction. The counterbalance of her proficiency of judgment regarding one person proved true by experiment. How had he attempted to remedy this state of comparative ignorance? Variously. By leaving in a conspicuous place a certain book open at a certain page, by assuming in her when alluding explanatorily latent knowledge, by open ridicule, in her presence, of some absent other's ignorant lapse. With what success had he attempted direct instruction? She followed not all. A part of the whole gave attention, with interest, comprehended with surprise, with care repeated, with greater difficulty remembered, forgot with ease, with misgiving remembered, repeated with air. What system had provided more effective, indirect suggestion implicating self-interest? Example, she disliked umbrella with rain. He liked woman with umbrella. She disliked new hat with rain. He liked woman with new hat. He bought new hat with rain. She carried umbrella with new hat. Accepting the analogy implied in his guest's parable, which examples of postexilic eminence did he adduce three seekers of the pure truth moses of egypt moses maimonides author of More nebuchim guide of the perplexed and moses mendelssohn of such eminence that from moses of egypt to moses mendelssohn there rose none like moses maimonides what statement was made under correction by bloom concerning a fourth seeker of pure truth by name aristotle mentioned with permission by stephen that the seeker mentioned had been a pupil of a rabbinical philosopher name uncertain were other apocryphal illustrious sons of the law and children of a selected or rejected race mentioned felix bartoldi Mendelssohn, composer Baruch Spinoza, philosopher, Mendoza, feudalist, Ferdinand La Salle, reformer, dualist. What fragments of verse from the ancient Hebrew and ancient Irish languages were cited with modulations of voice and translation of texts by guest to host and by host to guest? By Stephen, Sul, 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 Arun, Sul, go, si sar Egis, Sul, go, suin walk 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 your way walk in safety walk with care by bloom kefelok haramon rakatech mbed Zamatesh. thy temple amid thy hair is as a slice of pomegranate how was a glyphic comparison of the phonic symbols of both languages made in the substantiation of the oral comparison by juxtaposition on the penultimate blank page of a book of inferior literary style in Tituled Sweets of Sin, produced by Bloom, and so manipulated that its front cover came in contact with the surface of the table. With a pencil supplied by Stephen, Stephen wrote the Irish characters for gi D M simple and modified, and Bloom, in turn, wrote the Hebrew characters gimel, aleph, daleth, and, in the absence of mem, a substituted kof, explaining their arithmetical values as ordinal and cardinal numbers. Vidalis three, one, four, and one hundred. Was the knowledge possessed by both of each of these languages, the extinct and the revived, theoretical or practical? Theoretical, being confined to certain grammatical rules of accidents and syntax, and practically excluding vocabulary. What points of contact existed between these languages and between the peoples who spoke them? The presence of guttural sounds, diacritic aspirations, epenthetic and servile letters in both languages, their antiquity, both having been taught on the plain of Shinar, 242, years after the deluge, in the seminary instituted by Phineas Farsai, descendant of Noah, progenitor of Israel, and ascendant of Heber and Harrimon, progenitors of Ireland, their archaeological, genealogical, hagiographical, exegetical, homiletic, toponomastic, historical and religious literatures comprising the works of rabbis and coldies, Torah, Talmud, Mishnah and Gemara, Massar, Pentateuch, Book of the Dun Cow, Book of Ballymote, Garland of Howth, Book of Kells, their dispersal, persecution, survival, and revival, the isolation of their synagogical and ecclesiastical rites in ghetto, S. Mary's Abbey, and Mass House, Adam and Eve's Tavern, the proscription of their national costumes in penal laws and Jewish dress acts. The restoration of Chana David of Zion and the possibility of Irish political autonomy or devolution. What anthem did Bloom chant partially in anticipation of that multiple ethnically irreducible consummation? Kolod Balejwa Pinima Nefesh Jehudi Homija Why was the chant arrested at the conclusion of this first distich? In consequence of defective mnemotechnic how did the chanter compensate for this deficiency by a paraphrastic version of the general text in what common study did their mutual reflections merge the increasing simplification traceable from the egyptian epigraphic hieroglyphs to the greek and roman alphabets and the anticipation of modern stenography and telegraphic code in the cuneiform inscriptions, Semitic, and the Virgular kincakostate Augum writing Celtic. Did the guest comply with his host's request? Doubly, by appending his signature in Irish and Roman characters. What was Stephen's auditive sensation? He heard, in a profound ancient male unfamiliar melody, the accumulation of the past. What was Bloom's visual sensation? He saw in a quick young male familiar form the predestination of a future. What were Stevens and Bloom's quasi-simultaneous volitional quasi-sensations of concealed identities? Visually, Stevens, the traditional figure of hypostasis, depicted by Johannes Damascenus, Lentulus Romanus, and epiphanius monachus as leucodermic sesquipedalian with wine-dark hair auditively blooms the traditional ascent of the ecstasy of catastrophe what future careers had been possible for bloom in the past and with what exemplars in the church roman anglican or nonconformist exemplars the very Rev. John conmee S.J., the Rev. T. Salmon, D.D., D., Provost of Trinity College, Dr. Alexander J. Dowie, at the bar, English or Irish, exemplars Seymour Bush, K.C., Rufus Isaacs, K.C., on the stage modern or Shakespearean, exemplars Charles Wyndham, high comedian Osmond Tyrrell, died 1901 exponent of shakespeare did the host encourage his guests to chant in a modulated voice a strange legend on an allied theme reassuringly their place where none could hear them talk being secluded reassured the decocted beverages allowing for subsolid residual sediment of a mechanical mixture water plus sugar plus cream plus cocoa having been consumed recite the first major part of this chanted legend little harry hughes and his schoolfellows all went out for to play ball and the very first ball little harry hughes played he drove it over the jews garden wall and the very second ball little harry hughes played he broke the jews windows all how did the son of rudolph receive this first part with unmixed feeling smiling a jew he heard with pleasure and saw the unbroken kitchen window recite the second part minor of the legend then out there came the jew's daughter and she all dressed in green come back come back you pretty little boy and play your ball again i can't come back and i won't come back without my schoolfellows all for if my master he did hear he'd make it a sorry ball She took him by the lily-white hand and led him along the hall, until she led him to a room where none could hear him call. She took a penknife out of her pocket and cut off his little head, and now he'll play ball no more, for he lies among the dead. How did the father of Millicent receive this second part? With mixed feelings. Unsmiling, he heard and saw with wonder a Jew's daughter, all dressed in green. Condense Stephen's Commentary One of all, the least of all, is the victim predestined. Once by inadvertence, twice by design, he challenges his destiny. It comes when he is abandoned and challenges him reluctant and, as an apparition of hope and youth, holds him unresisting. It leads him to a strange habitation, to a secret infidel apartment, and there, implacable, Immolates him consenting. Why was the host, victim predestined, sad? He wished that a tale of a deed should be told of a deed not by him should by him not be told. Why was the host reluctant, unresisting, still in accordance with the law of the conservation of energy? Why was the host, secret and infidel, silent? He weighed the possible evidences for. And against ritual murder the incitations of the hierarchy the superstition of the populace the propagation of rumour and continued fraction of veridicity the envy of opulence the influence of retaliation the sporadic reappearance of atavistic delinquency the mitigating circumstances of fanaticism hypnotic suggestion and somnambulism from which if any of these mental or physical disorders was he not totally immune from hypnotic suggestion once waking he had not recognized his sleeping apartment more than once waking he had been for an indefinite time incapable of moving or uttering sounds from somnambulism once sleeping his body had risen crouched and crawled in the direction of a heatless fire and having attained its destination there curled unheeded in night attire had lain sleeping had this latter or any cognate phenomenon declared itself in any member of his family twice in hall street and in ontario terrace his daughter millicent milly at the ages of six and eight years had uttered in sleep an exclamation of terror and had replied to the interrogations of two figures in night attire with a vacant mute expression. What other infantile memories had he of her? 15 June, 1889, a perilous newborn female infant, crying to cause and lessen congestion. A child, renamed Pad-Knee Socks, she shook with shocks her money-box, countered his three free money-penny buttons one to to t'lee a doll a boy a sailor she cast away blonde born of too dark she had blonde ancestry remote a violation herr hauptmann hey now. austrian army proximate a hallucination lieutenant mulvey british navy what endemic characteristics were present Conversely, the nasal and frontal formation was derived in a direct line of lineage, which, though interrupted, would continue at distant intervals, to more distant intervals, to its most distant intervals. What memories had he of her adolescence? She relegated her hoop and skipping rope to a recess on the duke's lawn, entreated by an English visitor; she declined to permit him to make and take away her photographic image objection not stated on the south circular road in the company of elsa potter followed by an individual of sinister aspect she went half-way down stamer street and turned abruptly back reason of change not stated on the vigil of the fifteenth anniversary of her birth she wrote a letter from mullingar county westmeath making a brief allusion to a local student faculty and year not stated did that first division pretending a second division afflict him less than he had imagined more than he had hoped what second departure was contemporaneously perceived by him similarly if differently a temporary departure of his cat why similarly why differently Similarly, because actuated by a secret purpose, the quest of a new male, Malingar student, or of a healing herb, valerian. Differently, because of different possible returns to the inhabitants or to the habitation. In other respects, were there differences similar? In passivity, in economy, in the instinct of tradition, in unexpectedness as inasmuch as leaning she sustained her blonde hair for him to ribbon it for her c f neck arching cat moreover in the free surface of the lake in stephen's green amid inverted reflections of trees her uncommented spit describing concentric circles of waterings, indicated by the constancy of its permanence, the locus of a somnolent prostrate fish, C.F. Mouse-watching cat. Again, in order to remember the date, combatants, issue and consequences of a famous military engagement, she pulled a plate of her hair, C.F. Ear-washing cat. Furthermore, Silly Millie, she dreamed of having had an unspoken unremembered conversation with a horse whose name had been joseph to whom which she had offered a tumblerful of lemonade which it he had appeared to have accepted c f hearth dreaming cat hence in passivity in economy in the instinct of tradition in unexpectedness their differences were similar in what way had he utilized gifts, one, an owl, two, a clock, given as matrimonial auguries to interest and to instruct her? As object lessons to explain, one, the nature and habits of oviparous animals, the possibility of aerial flight, certain abnormalities of vision, the secular process of embalmation, two, The principle of the pendulum, exemplified in Bob, wheel-gear, and regulator. The translation in terms of human or social regulation of the various positions of clockwise movable indicators on an unmoving dial. The exactitude of the recurrence per hour of an instant in each hour when the longer and the shorter indicator were at the same angle of inclination, videlicet. Five and five elevenths minutes passed each hour per hour in arithmetical progression. In what manners did she reciprocate? She remembered on the 27th anniversary of his birth, she presented to him a breakfast mustache cup of imitation crown derby porcelainware. She provided at quarter day or thereabouts, if or when purchases had been made by him, not for her, she showed herself attentive to his necessities, anticipating his desires. She admired a natural phenomenon, having been explained by him to her, she expressed the immediate desire to possess, without gradual acquisition, a fraction of his science, the moiety, the quarter, a thousandth part. What proposal did Bloom, diambulist, father of Milly, somnambulist, make to Stephen noctambulist? to pass in repose the hours intervening between thursday proper and friday normal on an extemporized cubicle in the apartment immediately above the kitchen and immediately adjacent to the sleeping apartment of his host and hostess what various advantages would or might have resulted from a prolongation of such an extemporization for the guest security of domicile and seclusion of study For the host, rejuvenation of intelligence, vicarious satisfaction. For the hostess, disintegration of obsession, acquisition of correct Italian pronunciation. Why might these several provisional contingencies between a guest and a hostess not necessarily preclude or be precluded by a permanent eventuality? of reconciliatory union between a schoolfellow and a jew's daughter because the way to the daughter led through mother the way to mother through daughter to what inconsequent polysyllabic question of this host did the guest return a monosyllabic negative answer if he had known the late mrs emily Sinico, accidentally killed at sydney parade railway station 14 october 1903 what inchoate corollary statement was consequently suppressed by the host a statement explanatory of his absence on the occasion of the interment of mrs mary dedalus born goulding 26 june 1903 vigil of the anniversary of the decease of rudolph bloom born virag was the proposal of asylum accepted promptly inexplicably with amicability gratefully it was declined what exchange of money took place between host and guest the former returned to the latter without interest a sum of money one seven zero one pound seven shillings sterling advanced by the latter to the former What counter-proposals were alternately advanced, accepted, modified, declined, restated, in other terms, reaccepted, ratified, reconfirmed? To inaugurate a prearranged course of Italian instruction, place the residence of the instructed. To inaugurate a course of vocal instruction, place the residence of the instructress. To inaugurate a series of static semi-static and peripatetic intellectual dialogues places the residences of both speakers if both speakers were resident in the same place the ship hotel and tavern six lower abbey street w and e connery proprietors the national library of ireland ten kildare street the national maternity hospital twenty nine thirty and thirty one hulls street a public garden the vicinity of a place of worship a conjunction of two or more public thoroughfares the point of bisection of a right line drawn between their residences if both speakers were resident in different places what rendered problematic for bloom the realization of these mutually self excluding propositions The irreparability of the past. Once at a performance of Albert Hangler's circus in the Rotunda, Rutland Square, Dublin, an intuitive, party-colored clown in quest of paternity had penetrated from the ring to a place in the auditorium where Bloom, solitary, was seated, and had publicly declared to an exhilarated audience that he, Bloom, was his, the clown's papa. The imprevidability of the future once in the summer of eighteen ninety eight he Bloom had marked a florin two with three notches on the milled edge and tendered it m payment of an account due to and received by j and t davy family grocers one charlemont mall grand canal for circulation on the waters of civic finance for possible circuitous or direct return was the clown bloom's son no had bloom's coin returned never why would a recurrent frustration the more depress him because at the critical turning point of human existence he desired to amend many social conditions the product of inequality and avarice and international animosity he believed then that human life was infinitely perfectible eliminating these conditions these remain the generic conditions imposed by natural as distinct from human law as integral parts of the human whole the necessity of destruction to procure alimentary sustenance the painful character of the ultimate functions of separate existence the agonies of birth and death the monotonous menstruation of simian and particularly human females extending from the age of puberty to the menopause inevitable accidents at sea in mines and factories, certain very painful maladies and their resultant surgical operations, innate lunacy and congenital criminality, decimating epidemics, catastrophic cataclysms which make terror the basis of human mentality, seismic upheavals, the epicenters of which are located in densely populated regions, the fact of vital growth through convulsions of metamorphosis, from infancy through maturity to decay why did he desist from speculation because it was a task for a superior intelligence to substitute other more acceptable phenomena in the place of the less acceptable phenomena to be removed did stephen participate in his dejection he affirmed his significance as a conscious rational animal proceeding syllogistically from the known to the unknown and the conscious rational regent, between a micro and a macrocosm, ineluctably constructed upon the incertitude of the void. Was this affirmation apprehended by Bloom? Not verbally, substantially. What comforted his misapprehension? That as a competent, keyless citizen, he had proceeded energetically from the unknown to the known through the incertitude of the void? In what order of precedence? With what attendant ceremony was the exodus from the house of bondage to the wilderness of inhabitation effected? Lighted candle in stick borne by bloom. Diaconal hat on ash plant borne by Stephen. With what intonation secreto of what commemorative psalm? The 113th, modus peregrinus, in exitu Israel de Egypto, Domus Jacob de Populo Barbaro what did each do at the door of egress bloom set the candlestick on the floor stephen put the hat on his head for what creature was the door of egress a door of ingress for a cat what spectacle confronted them when they first the host then the guest emerged silently doubly dark from obscurity by a passage from the rear of the house into the penumbra of the garden The heaven-tree of stars hung with humid night-blue fruit. With what meditations did Bloom accompany his demonstration to his companion of various constellations? Meditations of evolution increasingly vaster, of the moon invisible in incipient lunation, approaching perigee of the infinite, latiginous, scintillating, uncondensed Milky Way discernible by daylight by an observer placed at the lower end of a cylindrical vertical shaft five thousand feet deep sunk from the surface toward the centre of the earth of sirius alpha in canis major ten light years fifty seven trillion miles distant and in volume nine hundred times the dimension of our planet of arcturus of the procession of equinoxes, of Orion, with belt and sextuple sun, theta, and nebula, in which one hundred of our solar systems could be contained, of moribund and of nascent new stars such as Nova in nineteen oh one, of our system plunging towards the constellation of Hercules, of the parallax or parallactic drift, and so called fixed stars in reality ever-moving wanderers from immeasurably remote eons to infinitely remote futures in comparison with which the years three score and ten of allotted human life formed a parenthesis of infinitesimal brevity were their obverse meditations of involution increasingly less vast of the eons of geological periods recorded in the stratifications of the earth of the myriad minute entomological organic existences concealed in cavities of the earth, beneath removable stones, in hives and mounds, of microbes, germs, bacteria, bacilli, spermatozoa, of the incalculable trillions of billions of millions of imperceptible molecules contained by cohesion of molecular affinity in a single pinhead, of the universe of human serum constellated with red and white bodies themselves universes of void space constellated with other bodies each in continuity its universe of divisible component bodies of which each was again divisible in divisions of redivisible component bodies dividends and divisors ever diminishing without actual division till if the progress were carried far enough not nowhere was never reached why did he not elaborate these calculations to a more precise result because some years previously in eighteen eighty six when occupied with the problem of the quadrature of the circle he had learned of the existence of a number computed to a relative degree of accuracy to be of such magnitude and of so many places e g the ninth power of the ninth power of nine that the result having been obtained thirty-three closely printed volumes of one thousand pages each of innumerable quires and reams of india paper would have to be requisitioned in order to contain the complete tale of its printed integers of units, tens, hundreds, thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions, tens of millions, hundreds of millions, billions, the nucleus and the nebula of every digit, of every series, containing succinctly the potentiality of being raised to the utmost kinetic elaboration of any power of any of its powers. Did he find the problems of the inhability of the planets and their satellites by a race given in species and the possible social and moral redemption of said race by a redeemer easier of solution of a different order of difficulty conscious that the human organism normally capable of sustaining an atmospheric pressure of nineteen tons when elevated to considerable altitude in the terrestrial atmosphere suffered with arithmetical progression of intensity according as the line of demarcation between troposphere and stratosphere was approximated from nasal hemorrhage impeded respiration and vertigo when proposing the problem for solution he had conjectured as a working hypothesis which could not be proved impossible that a more adaptable and differently anatomically constructed race of beings might subsist otherwise under martian mercurial venereal jovian saturnian neptunian or uranian sufficient and equivalent conditions though an apogean humanity of beings created in varying forms with finite differences resulting similar to the whole and to one another would probably there as here inalterably and inalienably attached to vanities to vanities of vanities and to all that is vanity and the problem of possible redemption the minor was proved by the major which various features of the constellations were in turn considered The various colors, significant of various degrees of vitality, white, yellow, crimson, vermilion, cinnabar, their degrees of brilliancy, their magnitudes revealed up to and including the seventh, their positions to Waggoner's star, Walsingham way, the chariot of David, the annular cinctures of Saturn, the condensation of spiral nebulae into suns, the interdependent gyrations of double suns the independent synchronous discoveries of galileo simon marius piazzi la herschel gal the systematizations attempted by bode and kepler of cubes of distances and squares of times of revolution the almost infinite compressibility of hirsute comets and their vast elliptical aggressive and re-entrant orbits, from perihelion to aphelion, the sidereal origin of meteoric stones, the Libyan floods on Mars, about the period of the birth of the younger astroscopist, the annual recurrence of meteoric showers, about the period of the feast of S. Lawrence, martyr, low August, the monthly recurrence, known as the new moon, with the old moon in her arms, the positive influence of celestial on human bodies, the appearance of a star, first magnitude, of exceeding brilliancy, dominating by night and day, a new luminous sun generated by the collision and amalgamation in incandescence of two non-luminous ex-suns, about the period of the birth of William Shakespeare over Delta in the recumbent never-setting constellation of Cassiopeia, and of a star second magnitude of similar origin, but of lesser brilliancy, which had appeared in, and disappeared from, the constellation of the Corona Septentrionalis, about the period of the birth of Leopold Bloom, and of other stars of presumably similar origin which had effectively or presumably appeared in and disappeared from the constellation of andromeda about the period of the birth of stephen dedalus and in and from the constellation of aragha some years after the birth and death of rudolph bloom jr and in and from other constellations some years before or after the birth or death of other persons the attendant phenomena of eclipses, solar and lunar, from immersion to immersion, abatement of wind, transit of shadow, taciturnit, taciturnity of winged creatures, emergence of nocturnal or crepuscular animals, persistence of infernal light, obscurity of terrestrial waters, pallor of human beings. End of section 53. Recording by John Thomas Coo, John K. Thomas www.validateyourlife.com